What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost and Lifting Talk. Today we have got a super helpful episode on deck where I'm really going to break down flexible dieting and macros for you. A lot of people think that you have to count all of your macros to be successful. Macros is almost like, I wouldn't call it a buzzword, but it's a very popular word and macros are extremely helpful and something that helps a lot of people change their body composition. But do you really need to be counting all of your protein, all of your carbs, and all of your fats. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to show you the different levels of where you should start from. If you're a complete beginner, where you should start as you get more to an intermediate phase and then to more advanced, there's different techniques and different things that you should be paying attention to inside of your nutrition to create the most long-term and sustainable results that you can. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Do you need to be counting all of your macros. Let's just hop right into it. So let's just start from the top. What are your macros? Well, your macros are basically your calories. So before we even discuss macros, you need to understand calories. Calories are simply a measurement of energy coming in and coming out of the body. I've talked about this a lot, but if you burn more calories than you consume, you're in a calorie deficit. You're going to lose weight. If you eat the same amount of calories as you burn, you're going to maintain weight. You're at a maintenance. If you eat more calories than what you burn, you're going to gain weight. You're in a surplus. This is regardless of the food choices that you make. If you're eating 100% processed foods, if you're still sticking to those calorie requirements, you're going to lose, maintain, or gain. It doesn't matter if that food is healthy. It doesn't matter if that food is unhealthy. A calorie is just a calorie. It's simply a measurement of energy coming in and out of the body. So you have to understand that first and foremost. This doesn't mean you should go eat a bunch of junk, but it's just understanding this is how weight is gained and this is how weight is lost. And so our macros make up our calories. So what are macros? Macros are simply our proteins, our carbs, and our fats. So one gram of protein has four grams of, one gram of, excuse me, one gram of protein has four calories inside of it. One gram of carbs has four calories in it as well, and one gram of fat has nine calories in it. So one gram of fat is has a higher density of calories to it. So I just want to quickly break down each of those macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats, and what they do inside of your body and what you should be paying attention to with each one. So we'll start with protein. Protein is essential, meaning your body has to have protein to survive. What it does inside of your body is it helps your muscles recover, it helps you hold on to lean tissue that you have, it helps you stay full. And another really cool thing about protein is that it burns the most amount of calories when you consume it. The thermic effect of protein is the highest out of protein, fats, and carbs. Meaning, when your body digests protein, it burns more calories to digest protein than it does any other macronutrient. So essentially, 100 calories of protein doesn't equal out to be the same amount of 100 calories of a carb or fat just because your body is going to burn more calories to digest that 100 calories of protein than it would carbs or fat. So there's a higher thermic effect from it, which can be really useful and why we want to make sure we're paying attention to our protein. I'd argue that it's the most important macronutrient 
of them all. And then when it comes to fats, fats are also an essential macronutrient, meaning they're a macronutrient that your body has to have to be able to survive. So what what fats do is they regulate your hormone function, they're really good for your brain function, they're really good for your organ function, and they're also a place of energy. They're an energy source that your body can use to live everyday life, to create energy from. And then when it comes to carbs, carbs are actually a non-essential macronutrient, meaning your body doesn't necessarily need them to survive, but I would argue that that doesn't mean that you're, you shouldn't have carbohydrates every single day. I would argue that your body runs more optimally off of carbohydrates. And why is that? It's simply because carbs can be broken down into glycogen faster than protein or fats, meaning you can use carbs as a readily available energy source quicker. So if you train, if you're a runner, just for everyday activity and for just an everyday quick energy source, carbohydrates are going to be easiest to pull from. So eating carbs gives you readily available energy, which can be extremely handy. So you'll hear a lot of people say, well, carbs are an essential macronutrient, so you don't need them. Well, essential and optimal are two very, very different things. If you want to run optimally, having carbohydrates inside of your diet, it's going to be very important to make sure you're getting those quick stores of those quick sources of glycogen to be able to readily use them for energy and to fill at your optimal best and to perform at your best inside of your strength training, inside of your performance and whatever that may be. If you're an athlete, if you just train, if you run, whatever it may be, any sort of performance that you do or just energy in general, having carbs is going to help you have that faster energy source needed to be able to perform optimally. Okay, now that we've quickly broken down all three of the macronutrients and what they are, let's just discuss, do you really need to be tracking all three? Do you really need to be tracking your carbs, your fats, and your proteins every single day? This is going to be very dependent on the individual and their situation. So this is how I'm going to break it down. With a beginner, if you're brand new to tracking, if you're trying to eat in a more flexible manner to where you can include foods that you like, you're not restricting anything, but you're paying attention to your caloric intake and you're wanting to, let's say, lose weight or perform better or whatever it may be, well then, do you really need to be counting your carbs, your fats, and your proteins? I personally would say no. And what I do with my clients when I start with somebody, trying to track all three of those macronutrients and hit specific numbers for all three is frustrating. It's very hard and it can add a lot of restriction and anxiety to your day-to-day life. So what I found is you can get just as good of results if you'll just simply stick to the main two things that matter the most. And so what are those two things? Well, it's simply your calorie intake because we know we have to be in a calorie deficit if weight loss is the goal. And it's your protein intake because if we're trying to lose weight, we want to make sure that we are holding on to all of our lean tissue, we're staying full, and we're burning as many calories as possible. And while we know that protein burns more calories than any of the other macronutrients just to digest it, meaning we're going to get a higher thermic effect, which is going to quote unquote boost our metabolism, that's another positive that we don't want to ignore. So with clients, if they're beginners, they're brand new to tracking, we just simply start by tracking their calories, make sure they're in a calorie deficit, and we track their protein every single day. And what about carbs and fats? How do we pay attention to those? 
to be very blunt and very simple with you, we don't pay attention to those. Because as long as you're making sure that you you are including a lot of healthy foods, so making sure that 70 to 80% of your diet is full of whole foods, meaning fruits, vegetables, lean meats, fibrous carbs, if 70 to 80% of our food is that, well then most likely your carb to fat ratio is going to be just fine. There is no perfect protein carb to fat ratio. You always see these different splits that are like 20, 30, 50 or 30, 30, 40, meaning 30% carb, 30% protein, 40% fat or whatever. And they're trying to find this perfect split. I'll be honest with you. There is no perfect split. There is a perfect calorie intake. If you're trying to lose weight, it means you need to be in a calorie deficit. There is a good amount of, there is a perfect protein intake somewhere between 0.8 to 1.2 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if we're paying attention to those two things, we can completely control your body composition and have you start losing a lot of weight very consistently without even paying attention to your fat and your carb macronutrients. We're just simply tracking your calories every single day, make sure you're consistent there, and you're tracking your protein intake. You're getting an optimal amount of protein every single day, and the scale will start to move. You'll start to make really, really good progress. I have a lot of clients who have lost 40 plus pounds, only paying attention to calories, only paying attention to protein, putting an emphasis on whole nutrient-dense foods, and being able to add in the flexibility of eating foods that you enjoy a little bit, so some sugary, some processed, some quote-unquote unhealthy foods, and still lose weight and still get to exactly where they're trying to go each and every week, just paying attention to that. So all they're paying attention to is their calorie intake and their protein intake. We don't even pay attention to their carb and fat intake because most likely as long as they're sticking to a priority of whole foods with some of their fun foods mixed in every now and again, their fat to carb intake is going to be just fine. You're not going to have to pay much attention to it. So when does it make sense to start tracking all three macros, your protein, your carbs, and your fats? There are a few occasions where it probably makes the most sense. Number one, if you're an athlete trying to optimize your performance, meaning you are maybe a power lifter, you play a sport, or something like that, well, then counting all three macronutrients becomes a little bit more important. And why is that? Simply because you want to control your body's available energy a little bit more in a little bit more of a sophisticated manner. So you're going to want to be timing your carbohydrate intake around your workouts, around your games, whatever it may be, so that you're performing optimally. So you have those carbohydrates in your body at the correct times and understanding just how your body performs. Maybe it performs better on a higher carb intake, or maybe it performs on a higher, better on a higher fat intake. These are all going to start to play a little bit more effect. The more deep you get into whatever it is that you're doing. If you're simply just looking to lose fat, calories and protein will take care of basically everything for you for a really long amount of time. But when you're trying to perform in an optimal manner, well, we know that carbs play a big role 
in our energy sources. Fats also play a role in our energy sources and how we feel. So starting to count those then can become a little bit better of an idea just so you have more control over your performance. You're doing everything possible to be able to perform in an optimal manner because you're giving yourself exactly what is needed to make sure that your body is at 100% going into that game or into that lift or whatever it may be. The second case where I would say you need to start counting your your protein, carbs, and fats would be if you're in a situation where you're trying to get to really low levels of body fat. Maybe you're doing a photo shoot, maybe you're stepping on stage or something like that. that, and you're going really low calorie, getting to that really low number in body fat. And the only reason I would suggest starting to count carbs, proteins, and fats at this point is because as calories get really low, we wanna make sure that we're still eating enough fat. Like I said before, fat is an essential macronutrient, meaning your body needs it to be able to perform optimally. So I wouldn't wanna see somebody getting lower than 35, 40, 45 grams of fat, depending on the individual and their situation. Anything lower than that, well, we're gonna see performance start to decrease a lot. We're gonna see hormone production start to decrease a lot. We're gonna see energy start to decrease a lot, and we're just not gonna be optimal. You're not going to be optimal anyway because you're such low calorie, but you want to make sure you're doing everything in your power to keep things running at the fastest speed possible. So making sure your fat intake is high enough. And then obviously we're always counting protein, making sure you're holding onto lean tissue, which at that point you're basically counting your carbs as well because you're having to stay in that in a certain calorie intake. So if you're, if you're getting sub 10% body fat as a male or sub 16, 17% body fat as a female, then making sure you're counting all three macronutrients becomes more and more important just to make sure that you're not too low on fat, which is going to hurt hurt you hormonally over time. So hopefully that clears up a little bit of confusion for you. If you're new to tracking macros or flexible dieting or eating in this way where you're paying attention to calories, don't think you have to dive right in at the very first and start counting your protein, your carbs, and your fats and be perfect with all of those. No, really, if you'll just pay attention to your calorie intake and make sure you're eating enough protein every single day, you're going to be able to make really, really good progress as you begin. Again, once you get going, there's a few things you wanna pay attention to. You probably wanna add in some diet breaks over time to make sure that your metabolism isn't adapting too much and your hormones aren't adapting too much. You're gonna wanna nutrition, or periodize your nutrition over time to make sure that you're creating a long-term result. So don't think it's just as simple as only counting proteins and only counting calories for the rest of my life. And as long as I'm always in a calorie deficit, I'm going to be good. You want to make sure that you're taking maintenance phases throughout the process and different things like that to make sure that you're creating a lasting and sustainable result. But don't think that you have to do so much up front and learn how to count protein, carbs, and fats, because a lot of the time that will just add a ton of anxiety to your plate as you begin and you're going to get frustrated because it gets really hard trying to find foods when you begin that are going to hit all of those macronutrients perfectly. So instead, what I like to do with newer clients, new to really to intermediate clients is just count protein and just count calories. You're not going to see any worse results from doing so. You'll see just as good results. And I would argue a lot of the time, even better results just because it simplifies the process. And that's what we're trying to do here, right? We're, we're not trying to make nutrition our entire life. We're trying to make nutrition a part of our life to enhance our life. And what I've found when we're trying to count all the macronutrients every single day and hit those numbers perfectly, it becomes more so our entire life 
and our food is consumed by it. It's hard to go out to a restaurant and make sure your macros are hit perfectly. It's not nearly as hard just to make sure that you have a high-protein meal that fits into your calorie intake. Those are two very different things. And so just trying to be so rigid in thinking I have to hit all three of those macronutrients perfectly compared to hitting my calories and my protein, it's not going to be nearly as hard. And with time, you may get more advanced. You may want to start hitting your your carbs and your fats. You may decide that you're going to do a powerlifting meet or a bodybuilding show or a photo shoot. But if you've got 30, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 plus pounds to lose, you don't need to be counting all of your carbs and you don't need to be counting all of your fats. If you're simply staying consistent with a calorie deficit and you're eating enough protein every single day and you're being religious with those two things and consistent, you're going to make amazing progress. It makes sense with time to up the ante to get a little bit more advanced in what you're doing. Start counting more of those macronutrients to be more in control of your energy balance and different things to be to be able to perform at a higher level in whatever it is that you're doing. But don't get so caught up in trying to do advanced things if you're a beginner or an intermediate just trying to make progress. So I hope that this helps you. If it does, I'd be super appreciative if you could take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in it. I'll make sure to repost it online. I'll send you a personal message thanking you for doing so. Or if you just know somebody that's struggling with this, if they're struggling to count macros or if they they feel like it's too hard, share this episode with them. Maybe this will help if they realize they really only need to be counting their calories and their protein if their goal is weight loss. This might change their journey for them altogether and help them become more successful and more confident and change their life for the better. So I really do appreciate you guys. Like I've mentioned before as well, I am doing the giveaway for written reviews on the podcast. If you do listen to this on iTunes every single month, I'm going to do a giveaway, either giving away a free training program or giving away some lost and lifting merch to one person who leaves a review of the podcast each and every month. I'm not telling you got to go leave a five-star review. Just leave it whatever you feel the podcast deserves and make sure there's a written review review there and it'll automatically put you in for the drawing for either the free training program or some of the free lost and lifting merch. So again, I really do appreciate you guys for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day, evening, morning, whatever it may be. I'll talk with you soon.